0: Hey, everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 26 of the Weapons of High Performance podcast. And today, what I'm going to be talking about is measuring what matters. And that's actually a book by a guy by the name of John Doer that's a venture capitalist out in Silicon Valley. But anyway, it's not going to be so much based on what his book is about. This is just going to be more my thoughts on vanity metrics versus real metrics. So vanity metric versus real metrics. One of the most important things in your life, whether it's your business or just your life in general, is being able to measure things and quantify them. And part of that is sorting out what's vanity versus what is true and accurate and real. So to jump on into it before I do that, though, gotcha. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and sign up for my email newsletter where I will just send out updates with little write-ups about the videos and everything. And whoever leaves the best comment and then also is signed up for that email newsletter will be eligible for a $100 Amazon gift card every Friday. So anyway, and especially in light of the economic times, I know there's probably a lot of people that could use that. So more than happy to help do my part out there. So anyway, to jump on into it, what are metrics? And metrics are basically something, and I'm not saying I'm an expert by any means. This is just my opinion. And I this is his this idea has recurringly come up in my brain, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit. So I think in life there are things that we look at especially in today the social media age we look at things that may not really matter and we may look at how many likes people get how many comments people get what kind of house people have what kind of car people have versus what things matter in your life so if that's important to you then that's great but a lot of people chase those things and don't realize that They're not even important to them once they have them. So just to give you an example, I'm a real estate agent. In real estate, there are a lot of what I would call vanity metrics that people could look at that don't necessarily translate to the most important metric. Let me give you an example. So a vanity metric would be what people think about me that i work with or it could be what type of car do i drive because a lot of real estate agents think that they need a really nice car to drive it could be what type of house do i live in people think that they're a real estate agent they have to have a house however those are more vanity metrics you're comparing yourself on a basis that doesn't really matter what would be a key metric or what i like to call a kpi key performance indicator Well, it would be how many people did you talk to about real estate? How many appointments did you go on? How many people did you help? So you see the difference. Some people may think that their metrics of success is an item that they have where it might, in my opinion, it's going to be more based on something that actually matters to the end result. And mostly for any type of business, that's going to be cash in the bank. So are you looking at vanity metrics that say, okay, this was great. We had a bunch of people like a photo or come to an open house, but did it really translate to cash in the bank? So if you can condense down the metrics that actually matter to your business, it's going to make you a lot more successful. And then you're going to be able to focus in on those metrics. So vanity metrics again, are not going to matter. And I want to make the distinction between business and life. And so in business, you're going to have a lot of vanity metrics. And one one of the tough things in business is being able to condense down complex data systems and sets into actual things that are meaningful that you can use and improve. And one thing I've noticed in my business, just because when you do real estate, it's kind of chaotic, is there's one For a lot of people, lack of measurement of anything. So the first thing you got to do is actually measure what you're doing. And this can be, again, in business and life. So are you measuring your time, how you're spending it? Do you have a schedule in place? Do you get up at the same time every day? Do you do the same thing every time? And I'm not saying I'm perfect at this by any means, but are you measuring your time and how you use it? And that could be a key metric, not necessarily a vanity metric. I think the problem is, A lot of people focus and compare themselves on things that don't matter. That's more of the gist of this is that people are going to focus on and compare themselves to others on things that don't matter. When in reality, you need to dig down deep inside yourself and see what matters the most to you. So for me, that's going to be family. Is it the people in my life that I care about, am I spending time with them and creating value in those relationships? So family and friends, are you creating values in relationships with those people? Well, you say, how would you measure that? It could be time. So do you measure the amount of time that you're spending with them? I think that's gonna be one of the most important things And that at the end of the day, you're never going to be able to take back from your life. Then another thing is finances. So are you measuring how much money you spend, how much money you have coming in, how much money you spend, and are you being a good steward of those resources? And I think that's really important because how many people out there in the world don't understand money in and then money out? So how much money they have coming in, whether that's a fixed amount or a variable amount. I think if you have a variable amount, it's actually easier to plan because you end up saving more because you're always a little bit on guard against not having if you're unsure of how much is coming in. But even if you have a fixed amount, it's a little bit easier to plan. So if you know, okay, this is my salary per month, how do I divvy it up and go from there and control that and then also save money. I think one of the most important things, especially in today's age, is that if you do have a fixed amount, how can you increase that? Because it's only, it's one thing to try to whittle down how much, you're spending on things and then your life's going to be miserable. But if you can increase your value to the world and get compensated more for the value that you're bringing to people, it becomes less stressful on the other side to manage that. It's not that you won't manage it. It's that you have more to manage and are less stressed out and can even provide that much more value because you have more freedom and you're not worried about stretching every last penny. So I know that seems like a little bit of a tangent, but think about vanity metrics versus metrics that matter with your family. Are you spending time with them? That's a key metric. It's not, hey, what kind of house did I buy for my family? What kind of uh, school did I send my kid to or whatever? But how much time did you actually spend with them? And it's not that any of those other things are bad, but what are people going to remember? Same thing with finances. Are you being a good steward of your money? And I think finances is probably a little bit more black and white because you can actually see, okay, this is what I had come in. This is what I had come out. And There's not so much a vanity metric unless you're looking at what you have in relation to others. And I think you should, whether you want a mansion or whether you just want to live in a cardboard box, I think it's important to understand what you actually want. And then if that's going to give you fulfillment for what you're actually doing. So another thing I wanted to talk about was defining, and I kind of already got into it, but it was defining these KPIs for life. So again, there's family. How much time do you spend with your family? Finances, how much money are you saying, saving? And then also building a skill set to live a decent life. And then one other thing that I want to talk about was actually building in this I, this time for leisure. And again, I'm not I'm not saying this to tell people not to work hard. And I'm more the type of person that's harder on myself for working and not really building in leisure time. But you actually have to measure the amount of leisure time that you're doing and then using that to your advantage to become better at whatever you're doing. And I'll give one example. Lately, I've been trying to make it a point to at least once a week, spend a few hours walking in the park going to the woods, whether that's playing disc golf or just going out in the woods and thinking and kind of working through my thoughts and taking time to do that by myself. And for me, I enjoy that because I like being in nature and whether it's with family or friends that I'm doing it or I'm just by myself, I value being in nature. And so one KPI that I have is, did I have that two or three hour window where I was doing that at least once per week? And now when I don't do that, and I've been trying to do it for the last few months recently, after I actually read Cal Newport's book, Digital Minimalism. And then uh, I think Ryan Holiday's book, Stillness is the Key, I uh, got really valuable insights into um, why that can be helpful. But the times that I don't do that, I can definitely tell and it seems like I have a little bit more anxiety and I have a, a little bit less mental clarity when I don't do those things. And I think it's very important to build in that leisure because if not, and if you're listening to this, you're probably trying to orient yourself around being a high performer. One key though, is to not bury yourself into the ground because you won't be able to see the forest for the trees. And so when you're trying to build a business or scale up or do things at a higher level, it's gonna be very important that you have mental clarity. And if you're working constantly, It's easy to get your head buried in the sand and not be able to say, now I'm not saying that you don't, you aren't going to work, but is the value of the work that you're doing going to be higher level and be able to transcend the current work that you're doing? So are you going to be able to scale up your work if you're constantly busy being an operator? So if you're constantly busy, just being in the weeds, and doing things. And I'm very guilty of that myself. And one thing I'm trying to be more conscious of is how do I get out of that and scale up to higher level decision making and provide more value by doing so. So again, very important to have leisure time and that's actually going to feed back into having a good business. And so how would you define a metric for leisure time? Well, I think it's time spent and whether that's a certain time of the day, I think it's very important to build it in at least a little bit time per day and whether that's your working out time that you're doing fitness or something like that um you need to make sure you have that and again this is going to go back to scheduling so do you schedule your day in a way that allows for that and then also it's going to translate into being better for you so um also wanted to talk about why is this important for high performance people so why is it important to basically measure things and especially measure things that might not seem seem like they'd be worth measuring. Well, I think it goes without saying, but it's measuring things. You can't improve it unless there's a measurement there. So if I found that, to go back to the leisure example, if I found that in my life, I was constantly burnout, anxious, frustrated, I could look at the time that I'm spending and understand why. And if I can build in a system to have more leisure time that I'm not that way and then use that and then go back to my work and see if I can approach problem from a new angle, it's going to help me and I can look back and say, okay, that three hours that I set aside actually helped me become better. And I want to use that to my advantage to become better at whatever I'm doing. Same thing with your family. If your family life is out of control, you want to look at What you're doing with your family, how much time you're spending with them, and if you're not spending enough, you have to actually measure that and say, okay, well, I'm going to cut out a slice of my calendar, spend it with my family, and not have any other obligations going on at that time, and then see how that improves, and that's going to involve a lot of communication, too. But I think one of the more important things is to look at the the smallest possible section of whatever it is that... And what I mean by that, the smallest possible section is basically the what is the minimum viable action that you need to take. And whether that's to have excellent family life, excellent finances, excellent business and uh, relationships with peers in your industry. What's the smallest amount of action you need to take to be successful in those? And the best way to do that is to condense down metrics around whatever it is. For me, it's going to be time. I feel like that is very helpful in determining what I'm doing. And then also when you're using time, it is not doing it in a way that is not, not being stressed by other things. So what I mean by that is you're not being in day with other things. So if you're with your family, you're not checking work emails and going through work and then going back and before. I think there's very important to have headspace in whatever you're doing, and so when you're working, you're not letting yourself be obligated by things that are going on with your family. Same thing with your family, you're not letting your, yourself being obligated by things with work. So, how do you do that? You have to measure it. So measure when you're in those things, how much time is actually spent doing that thing versus getting distracted from something else. So, anyway, hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully it made sense. I know that one was a little bit more. Of a ramble but it was just something that I had gone kind of going through my head and uh, again one thing that i want to try to make myself more accountable for is measuring things in my life and because when you measure it you can improve it and when you can prove it you, when you can improve it your life gets better overall so again hopefully that was helpful leave any feedback or anything like that you have i want to make sure that uh, these are helpful and that they are able, they're tangible info that you can implement into your own life and whether, again, with the measurement, whether that's writing it down, keeping track, keeping calendar, whatever it is. So let me know what you think. Look forward to hearing from you soon and I'll talk to you later. Peace.